This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3690, for Friday, the 23rd of September 2022. Today's show is entitled Planning the Trip. It is part of the series Travel. It is hosted by Aoka and is about 14 minutes long. It carries a clean flag. The summary is taking our revised plan to completion. Hello, this is Ahuka welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode uh, of Hacker Public Radio. Yes, indeed. Uh, and I'm continuing with uh, the series on my RV trip. Um, and we've been uh, focusing on the planning, and I'm going to do some more of that uh, today. Um, uh, and where we left off, <clears throat> we were looking at RV Trip Wizard. Um, and you could just do it one day at a time. Um, and that's certainly feasible. Uh, what RV Trip Wizard doesn't seem to do, or at least I haven't found out how to do it yet, is see the whole trip and then fill in details. It appears to be built on the idea of adding stops one at a time. Now, for us, we want to nail down the destination stop first then commit to the daily trips and stops to get there. RV Trip Wizard does let you put in a starting date, so I can see a good way to do that part. But first, I want to see in general what this trip looks like. And for that, I'm going back to Google Maps. I put in our park in Pahrump as the destination, with our home as the beginning, and got directions. Now, Google will always give you the fastest route as the preferred option. But we are more concerned with not getting caught up in the mountains while towing a 36-foot RV. Uh, the preferred route went right through Denver, Colorado, which is the heart of the Rocky Mountains. But it offered two alternatives. And I picked the more southern route, which goes through Oklahoma and New Mexico. There are mountains in the Albuquerque area, but they're less scary than the Colorado Rocky Mountains. Now I can see the whole trip in the big picture. The first part matches up with what we did in RV Trip Wizard and has us on Interstate 70 as far as St. Louis. Then we get on Interstate 44 for the next leg. Interstates are generally very safe for a large RV, so this is good. Um, so far, I have never run into an excessively low bridge on an interstate. Uh, excessively low being anything we can't go through. <laughs> so. We, we measure ours as being 13 feet 2 inches or, you know, approximately 4 meters. Uh, going back to RV Trip Wizard then, uh, with my planning circle centered on the park near Terre Haute, I can see that the circle goes past St. Louis so I can follow Interstate 44 into Missouri. As I zoom in, I see a park in St. Robert, Missouri that is affiliated with both Good Sam and Passport America. It also has pull-through sites, which is a plus for making time on the road. Um, and what I mean by this is that um, it takes time to disconnect and set up the RV and takes more time to reconnect it to the truck uh, the next day. And 
So when we're just trying to make time between two destinations, um, it, it's sometimes simpler to just leave the RV connected to the truck and just pull the whole thing in. Um, and then, you know, the next day, all we have to do is disconnect the water and electric and hit the road. Um, so this uh, park in St. Robert, Missouri, looked like a good idea, so I added it to the trip, and it tells me it is 330 miles from uh, the one in Terre Haute and should take five hours and 30 minutes. I then centered the map on this park, zoomed out, and got my next planning circle. Proceeding similarly, I added a stop near Oklahoma City that looked good. Uh, then the RV trip wizard warns me that there was no way to get there without going on an unpaved road. So now research is warranted and Google Maps is the way to go. I went to the RV park in question and looked it up using Street View. And the only unpaved portion is in the park itself, and I could see it was nothing to be worried about. So I kept this site on my trip, recentered the map, and on to the next stop. Uh, that took me into Amarillo, Texas. Now, so far, all the stops were just for one night. The idea was to get out to the southwest and away from the worst of winter. But the next two stops we extended. First, a three-night stop in Albuquerque, New Mexico, followed by a three-night stop in Flagstaff, Arizona. Now, we may do longer stops in these places on another trip, but this lets us see what the area has to offer. And then from Flagstaff, Arizona, we went to the, uh, our, our final destination, uh, Pahrump, Nevada, where we would stay for two weeks. So our travel plans have us leaving Michigan on December 2nd, doing five days of travel with one-night stops before arriving in Albuquerque, and traveling somewhere between 300 and 330 miles per day. Now, with my planned speed of 60 miles an hour, that's just under 100 kilometers per hour, and allowing for rest stops, uh, that should end up being about seven hours of travel per day. Three nights each in Albuquerque and Flagstaff, then a one-day trip to Pahrump, and our trip was now planned. But to nail it down, we had to call and make reservations at the parks. This was a pretty straightforward process for all of the parks except the one in Pahrump. Um, and what we ran into there was the fact that our RV was 13 years old. They wanted to see pictures. Now, we're starting to see more of that in the United States. Uh, some people have really junky RVs, and, uh, you know, the park is afraid you're going to pull in there and it's just going to collapse on, on the site and look terrible and all of that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, I took some pictures, I sent it in, and they said, oh, no, that looks fine. Um, and we got our reservation. Now, if you don't have reservations, you're taking a chance, and you don't want to cap off a seven-hour driving day by having to look around for a place to stay. So uh, I think it's a good idea to have those reservations. So with our reservation at Pahrump, we're now looking at what is going to be a two-week stay. And uh, we're going to have a chance to visit some of the parks in the area, particularly Death Valley. Um, so we, we did enough research to know that there, there's things to do in that area. Then what? Well, looking at the map from Pahrump, you either go into Southern California or back down to Arizona. 
The further west you go, the further east you're going to have to travel when you turn around. Uh, So we decided we didn't want to go into Southern California. Um, Also, it was more likely to be crowded there than some of the other places. So we went down to Arizona. Um, Now, at this point, we're no longer looking at long driving days for the most part until it's time to return home. And that's a good thing. Uh, Those days are tiring. And uh, in retrospect, now that we've done the trip, uh, you know, we were talking about 300 or a little over 300 miles per day. We're going to take that down, I think, uh, in the future to uh, maybe 250 and and see if that's a little better. Because some of those days were just kind of brutal, and particularly when you have to do three or four of them back to back. We're looking at ways of, with our experience now, of, of saying we can do better. Um, so, what's what can we do that's south of Pahrump in Arizona? Um, well, the, you know, there's a number of things. We, we could do the Grand Canyon. Um, we went to the Grand Canyon uh, a few years ago when we took that trip with our niece. Uh, and... We wanted to see some other things. So um, we looked at Lake Havasu City, which is the home to the London Bridge. And yes, that's really the London Bridge. Uh, The city of London was going to tear it down. So a businessman in Arizona bought it, shipped it to Arizona, and reassembled it here. (laughs) Um, So... Uh, We decided one week was plenty for this location. Um, Then we decided to go to Ajo, Arizona, which is conveniently situated near the Organ Pipe National Monument and the Cabeza Prieta National Wildlife Refuge. We'd stay here for one more week. Then for a longer stay, we booked a month at a park in Benson, Arizona, just southeast of Tucson. Uh, This puts us in the right place for the Saguaro National Park and the Coronado National Forest, plus everything in in Tucson and the surrounding area. Now, one thing worth noting is that many RV parks offer lower rates for month-long stays. When I first called this park in Benson, I was looking for two weeks, but the helpful person who took my call explained that by staying for a month, we'd actually end up paying less than we would pay for two weeks. And being near Tucson means there will be plenty to do there. Um, So, of course, I booked a month and saved several hundred dollars. Then our next stop would be Clifton, Arizona for nine months, where we're in the vicinity of the San Francisco River and the Apache National Forest. From there, we we would head to Silver City, New Mexico, near the Pinos Altos, a ghost town uh, that was once a mining site and was reputed to be haunted, and it's also near the Gila National Forest. We stayed there for eight nights before moving on to Anthony, New Mexico, and that's at the point where New Mexico, Texas, and the country of Mexico all meet. Um, It is the site of the Aguirre Springs National Recreation Area, about one hour from the White Sands National Park and the San Andre National Wildlife Refuge. So we, we planned 15 nights there, 
before going into Texas to visit the Big Bend National Park. Um, we plan to stay there for 11 nights. Uh, now, this park is along the Rio Grande, which forms the border between Texas and Mexico. Um, and, the, and the park gets its name from the fact that the river does make a big bend there. Finally, on March 25th, 2022, we would start our return trip home. Uh, the process here is very similar to the trip out. And in fact, most of the parks that we would stay in would be the same coming and going. If we don't like a park on the way out, we can cancel the stay on the return trip and book something else, but without any more information than we have, it is simpler to just run that in reverse. The return trip will involve four one-night stops before we arrive back in Michigan. And by then, fingers crossed, the winter should be over. And once we have all the stops on paper, of course, we call to make reservations at each stop. Now, one thing to keep in mind is that none of this is set in stone. If we get to a park and hate it, we can always go somewhere else. When you are in an RV, your home is on wheels and can go wherever you want to take it. The worst case scenario is that you lose a few bucks, but I think the places we picked out are going to be fine or I wouldn't have picked them to begin with. Now, we completed all the planning on November 4th of 21, and our plans call for us to leave on December 2nd of 21. The rest of the preparation consists of purchasing supplies of things we need for the trip. We put in new smoke detectors and new carbon monoxide detectors, had the RV inspected and maintained by General RV, got new tires for the truck, and so on. Now it's just a matter of waiting a few weeks. So, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio, signing off and as always encouraging you to support free software. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. Today's show was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, you click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hosting for HBR has been kindly provided by anhonesthost.com, the Internet Archive, and rsync.net. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License.